0: hello and welcome back to another episode of rooted in awareness for today's episode i wanted to spend some time talking about creating your dream life and the fear that surrounds that and our own boundaries that actually prevent us from doing this so i'm a big believer in manifestation and the simple laws of the universe um and just what we put our energy into is innately what we're going to get out of the universe and out of our reality. So along this line of thinking, I'm going to be talking about creating the life that you want to live, creating your dream life. There are so many things that as humans we naturally crave, we naturally desire, and we possess the potential to create these things if it weren't Well, we do, we still possess this potential, but we hold ourselves back because of boundaries that we've created in our mind and boundaries that we hold to ourselves as the ego. So creating your dream life does not have to be an end goal. And in fact, it shouldn't be an end goal because process is where the enjoyment is at and it's the joy of getting there that is going to keep you motivated and keep you showing up for yourself in this routine and in this process like for example let's say that I want to be a musician if being a musician is the end goal all I have to do is start making music and I've already achieved that end goal but if I want to be a successful musician with, like, followers and people who actually, like, listen to my music, there's got to be some kind of self-discipline to get that ball rolling, right? And this is where self-discipline comes in and holding ourselves accountable comes in. But once that ball's kind of already rolling, being able to go with the flow and trust the process is what we need. And... If it were as simple as being like, I want to be a musician and incorporating that into 30 minutes a day and that's all that you need, then I think more of us would probably do that, right? The thing that holds us back, though, is our fear of letting ourselves achieve this dream life, you know? I'm going to elaborate on this. So... Self-sabotage is a really real thing, as many, many people have come to discover. Like there's always just the side of us that, for some reason, like doesn't want to see us succeed. We're addicted to negative habits. We are addicted to the negative thoughts and the way that negativity makes us feel. And achieving our dream life is not ridding ourselves of those negative things, maybe the habits, per se. But, like the negative thoughts and the self sabotaging thoughts, they're never going to go away because that's just innately part of the shadow self. But in order to overcome this, there has to be this overcoming power of love in what you are doing. So, when you start this process, when you start this new goal, and you start to create the life that you actually want to live. When you begin out of hate and you're like, I hate the life that I'm living right now, so I'm going to make myself do this in hopes of bettering my life, then you're never going to achieve that dream life because now you're just doing it to get the result. But when we do things like, you know, incorporate it in a way that is sustainable because we love ourselves enough to not drag ourselves into burnout. Um... Those kinds of things are what is going to make this sustainable and make the process enjoyable. For me, I struggle the most with actually deciding that I'm worthy of the life that I want to live. And this is a crucial step in deciding to create your dream life, is deciding that you are worth obtaining that dream life. Um... And because of that, there tends to be this hesitancy for me in taking action and things. Um, I say I want them and I do want them and I get really, really close to having them, but then it comes time for actual commitment and time for actual doing. And maybe I'm easy to start at first, but eventually that self-sabotaging voice sneaks in. And I think it's learning how to talk to yourself and learning how to combat those negative thoughts in a way that keeps you in alignment with your highest self that is going to eventually land you in your dream life and it takes a lot of courage to want your dream life and to create it and that's something that I think is easily overlooked because we are often trying to just get to the end result and we're just trying to get there. We're just trying to have the things that we want to have instead of looking at how that process is going to be like and understanding that like 24-7 productivity is not, that is not a sustainable mode of function. And maybe one day a week, you do have a 24-7 day of productivity, but that can't be something that is leaned on or depended on in this creation of your reality because that's just simply not sustainable men for example live by the sun so they live on a 24-hour clock and their hormones are adjusted to that so in the morning they tend to be a little bit more productive than they are at night and unfortunately our society because it is predominantly run by white males adapted to this line of thinking whereas women they are ruled by the moon and they follow moon cycles so when we get like a new moon and a full moon And even the in-betweens, those fluctuate with our hormones, depending on what cycle you are on. Some women's periods sync up to the new moon, some women's periods sync up to the full moon, all depending on what's going on in your life. Which is crazy to think about how biologically we are literally so connected to nature that even the things that we think that are going on in our outside reality, like the weather changing, for example, those are actually just super synced up with where we're at in life and what journeys we're on. And it kind of all ties into that understanding of unity, of that understanding of like we are all one. But nonetheless, with this line of thinking, we have to understand that waking up every morning and being productive 24-7 is not sustainable for anyone, no matter if you're male or female or anywhere in between or beyond. So keeping yourself in check of your expectations is really truly how you're going to be able to enjoy the process. For me, I thought that the process of creating my reality relied a lot on school and I'm just now learning halfway through school that it's not dependent on school at all. In fact, school is a very tiny portion of the reality that I'm trying to create. So in order to work with ourselves and not self-sabotage, what do we need to do? I think having this understanding of the fluctuating hormones in our body and not expecting productivity out of ourselves 24-7 is the first place to start. And the understanding that I am human and I like to create things just for fun and not for productivity. And I like to do things just for fun and not for productivity. Even the things that are deemed productive can be used as a mode of slowing down, can be used as a mode of relaxation. Like cleaning, for example. When you go to clean your living area, your living space, it's more seen as a task at hand and something that you need to work through quickly so that you can move on to the next thing. But what if we actually slowed down and stopped timing everything that we do and just enjoyed the simple act of cleaning the house and embracing a new space that is now free of old energies, free of old literal material objects? And now we have this new open, free space for more to create. So, along this line of thinking, like, how can we apply this thinking to creating? the life that we want and I think the first step is just understanding well I already said what I think the first step is but I would say that the second step then would be to actually decide what kind of life you want to create and know that about yourself know the things that you're drawn to and it doesn't necessarily need to be things that you need to achieve or objects that you need to acquire but more so just along the lines of like who am I at my highest self And how would she go through her daily or he, or they? How would they go through their daily basis existing? And is that in alignment with what I'm doing right now? Is that realistic? Am I expecting too much of my highest self? Because truthfully, something that they don't really want us to know, and by they, I mean like just people of power, um, is that we can create any kind of life that we want to live. We don't have to be restricted to the things that we think that we know. Instead, we can open our minds and be open to the possibility that, hey, maybe my 9 to 5 isn't working for me, or maybe even the life of an artist isn't working for me, and I need more stability, and so I'm going to go into something that gives me that stability. You know? It goes either way. So the restrictions of our mind and the boundaries that we've created around the person that we expect ourselves to be showing up on a daily basis That is the extent of what, that is the extent of how we show up are those boundaries. You know, I walk into a specific class thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here today. And I told myself I hated this and I want to keep doing it to myself, but you're there anyways and you do it anyways. But maybe instead of showing up and dreading it and, or maybe you do show up and you dread it, but Asking yourself the hard questions. Why do I not enjoy this class? What is it about this that makes me not want to be here? And don't short yourself on your answer. Don't give yourself some shitty like, well, I just don't want to be here. Or I just hate it. Or I just don't like the teacher. Like, don't short yourself on the answer. Why, why Why do you not align with those things? Because once we understand that we are not the restrictions, we are not the boundaries that we have placed on ourselves thus far in life, the whole world is in our palm. The whole world is our oyster, you know? Like we get to do whatever we want to do with our lives. We get to achieve anything that we want to achieve, and it's not restricted to, well, so and so told me that I can't achieve this because of X, Y, and Z. Well, they don't know you, they don't know your life story. And I'm sure if they were in your position and lived every single exact moment of your life in your exact, like, form, they would probably be at the same place that you are right now. That's the whole idea of unity. So with this understanding of, like, we are no different from one another. We are all after the one, the same thing. We're all after peace and contentment and what actually, like, sets our soul on fire. But creating the life that you want to live is kind of the first step and like what you want your daily life to look like and it is, a, is it as simple as just fixing some of your bad habits and then like the structure of your life is already there or is it as far as like I need to move out of the state I need to move out of the country I need to I need a whole fresh start and that's a tough conversation that you have to be willing to have with yourself. So in order to create the reality that you want to live, you have to be willing to have these conversations with yourself. You have to be willing to talk to yourself about what you actually want to get out of life and why the things that are happening in your life aren't fulfilling and aren't content with you anymore and they're not in alignment maybe. And they're tough conversations to have, but you have to understand if you're not going to have them with yourself, you're never going to have them with anybody else And then you're not going to keep growing. You're not going to keep pushing and challenging yourself to adapt more to the person that you want to be. And then growth just stops completely and then you're stuck. And it's hard. It's really, really hard to not want to self-sabotage all of the time. You know, just say, fuck it, spend all your money and quit everything that you've committed to thus far. And, you know, just lay in bed and watch Netflix all day. You know, because when it really comes down to it the- the reality that we want to live, our dream lives are not in alignment with the person who just wants to lay in bed and watch Netflix all day. That's the at our core, those aren't the things that we want to do. those are the things that we have been socialized to think are relaxing, are enjoyable, and then from there, you know we've started to use them as an escape, calling myself out here because. I am the queen of like having a hard day or you know being low energy and being like I'm just gonna go watch a show I'm just gonna go scroll on TikTok I just I just need a break but that doesn't really give you a break because you're still consuming media and there are things that are going on in your mind in that time that are just filling the holes and the gaps that you just needed to grow bigger. So, when it comes to creating your dream life, what does that look like for you? What is that? Who do you see yourself being at your highest self? What what are they like? Get to know that person. Get to know the things that you actually want. Things that you actually give worthiness to. You know, like I don't deem personally, I don't deem... Watching TV is something that's really worthy of my time. I have my favorite shows, don't get me wrong, and I do love my shows. And I will fangirl and, you know, I love them. But at the same time, is that really in alignment with the person that I want to be at the end of the day? Is she reliant on the media in order to get through her day? No, at least not for me, maybe for you. But it's just having that ability to be honest with yourself. In deciding, okay, I want to start creating my reality. So start now. What does that look like now? Who does she look like right now? And be open-minded to the fact that she or they or whoever your highest self is. Be open-minded to the fact that that is going to shift just in the time that you spend creating this life that you want to live. In the process, you might learn more than you ever will when you achieve the actual final product. Because you're going to get there and you're not going to be satisfied. That's just who we are as humans. We're never satisfied. We're always moving on to the next thing. But what if we were satisfied with the process? If we were satisfied with the process, then everything would be good. Everything would be peace. Everything would be contentment. So it's really enjoying that process that's like super crucial and what the day-to-day looks like, not so much what the life in general looks like. So how can we do this for ourselves? Just by talking and getting to know ourselves, spending less time thinking about who we should be and actually asking ourselves who we are. In this moment, who are we? What are the things that we value? What are the things that we want to achieve? And just letting that be enough for the present moment. So moving forward with this conversation, I think, I don't know what I think, but but I just know that I'm at a point where I don't really want to keep holding myself back. I'm over it. I'm really, really over it. I want to start being the person who is limitless and it's by working on your own boundaries and what you think things look like. Like for me, productivity, I have always valued productivity far beyond even my own actual needs. So if I'm not productive, like throughout the whole entire day, then I often find that I start to spiral and then I'm like, oh my God, I wasn't productive all day. Blah, 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 blah. Like how can we reshape that understanding? And that's by doing research and learning and growing. And not even just by doing research, but by experience, which is nuts, just crazy. Because experience teaches us more than the books and the research will ever teach us. But just our actual experiences will guide us to where we want to go. And trusting that, you have to build that relationship of trust. Trust that you're creating a reality no matter if it seems like you're not. Maybe it doesn't look like grinding your ass off every single day so that you can make a living. Maybe it's getting that stability and then working your way up from there. Figuring out your priorities in life, the things that you value. Like I've always been a homebody. I've always loved my family. I've always loved having my space and being intentional with that time in my space. And that's just something that I value you know like we don't have to judge ourselves for the things that we value and for the things that we desire and the things that we want no matter no matter if they're labeled negative or positive in our actual in the boundaries that we've cre- created for ourselves like I've always I've always been intrigued by the idea of fame by the idea of like you know like people knowing who you are without you even having to like introduce yourself they just know you they know what you do and there's a value in that and that's always intrigued me but I've always judged myself for it I'm like how conceited you want to be you want to be famous you want everybody to know who you are and it's like I mean it like you know like you don't really get that far but those are things that you just want to try the things you want to value you know <laughs> I want to try being famous But like, no, not actually. Maybe. Not the point. The point is, is that we don't have to judge ourselves for the things that we value, the things that we want to create into our reality. Because you remove that judgment, then you remove some of the self-sabotage. If you didn't label the things that you want to do as negative or positive, but just labeled them something that you want to do, then you wouldn't have to judge yourself for it you want to you want to have that instinct to make it all go bad because you know what if it goes bad then it wasn't meant to be and then anyways moving from then you get to move on from this thing that you've labeled as negative in your life so building self-trust and the idea that you can actually create your own reality and you don't have to live within the four walls that you've created already thus far You can go beyond that and be and do whatever you want. And then the next step being that you are honest. You are honest with yourself about the things that you value and rid the judgment of those things. Or maybe you do judge them and you ask yourself, why are you judging those things? Why are you labeling them negative or positive? Is it because you've judged other people for that? Of Like, you know, asking yourself the hard questions, just being honest about what you actually want of life. Okay, my bad. Technical issues. However, I do remember now what I was talking about. The first step is self-trust. The second step is honesty. And the third one is self-acceptance. In order to achieve self-acceptance, we have to move the blockages and the restrictions that we've set upon ourselves and trust that what we actually crave and what we actually desire is in alignment with what we want to get out of life. So by this, I'm by this, I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but ridding ourselves of that self self-judgment. Or maybe not ridding ourselves of it per se, but reframing it. Not seeing it as something that we have to hang our hat on, seeing it as the end all be all, but rather as something that's just that's just there. Unfortunately, we will probably always judge ourselves out of love because we want to see ourselves succeed and we want to be better, but it's going to hold us back eventually. So we have to just accept the things about ourselves and the things that we naturally crave and desire and allow them to just be as they are. And I think that those first three steps will take you exactly where you need to go. So the fourth step being action. Um, the longer that we sit and contemplate something and wait for something to make us start, the more we're just staying in this state of, um, we're staying in this place of like stuck. Like the more we just stay stuck because we're going to be frozen waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for something to make us start when the only thing that's going to make us start is ourselves. So the fourth step being just start now. Start creating the reality reality that you want to live now. When you ask yourself the questions, what does my highest self do on a day-to-day basis? Start making that your daily routine. Start making it the start making that your daily practice. Because once you start doing it, you're naturally going to align yourself with your highest self. And that is where you need to go but make it so that it's enjoyable. Don't make it that, you know, let's say, let's take a poor example here. Let's say you ask yourself the tough questions. You understand that this is where you want to go in life and you think that in order to achieve it, you have to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym and then come home, meditate, read, and then you go to your classes and then you come back from your classes. You make yourself a really healthy meal and then you go on a run, like, you know, just making it something that's obtainable and sustainable for the long term. And I guarantee you, your highest self is not doing the gym bro shit that is advertised all over social media. Your highest self is in tune and listening, rather than rather than forcing and assuming. So, Anyways, there are my thoughts on creating your own reality and how to get out of your own way and where to start, so join me in this adventure of creating the lives that we want to live and not feeling forced into other people's expectations of what life should be like at a certain age or a certain milestone, but just accepting life for what you want it to be and allowing that to be enough to start creating your reality today right now so i'm gonna take my own advice and start doing the things (laughs) that i want to do um anyways have a wonderful wonderful evening day morning whatever you know have a wonderful life if this is the only episode that you ever listen to but yeah all the love peace